the Thriving Student Podcast, helping you go from surviving to thriving during your studies. Hi there, love. My name is Bridget, and I'm a qualified naturopath at Earthly Health Naturopathy. Welcome to the Thriving Student Podcast. My aim is to provide you with practical natural health tips about nutrition, lifestyle changes, and some herby magic to make studying a little easier. So let's go. Hello, love. Welcome to episode nine. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're joining us. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, episode nine, as I said, I wonder I wonder how long it will be until I stop saying how many episodes we're up to. I honestly just can't believe that we're still. I'm still going. I'm impressed with myself, if I'm perfectly honest with you. Next week, we'll hit episode 10. I think that'll be the end of term, so we might take a little break over the holidays and come back for term two but for now this week I was whipped up into a bit of a flurry a bit of a tears about a report a report that came out from UNICEF that is basically like a big report into the state of the health and well-being of Aussie kids and adolescents a lot of interesting stuff came out of this report now I am currently studying I'm currently studying adolescent health and well-being so this definitely piqued my interest A lot of what we've been covering in the early parts of this study has been around the factors that are involved in determining the health of an individual. So definitely this report was right up my alley. There was heaps covered in this. And to be fair, a lot of the factors and results that had been measured were pre-COVID. So I think potentially there could already be some of it that is a tad outdated, but in regards to, or especially in regards to mental health and so on. So some really shocking shocking stats um, that came out of this report included the number of children in Australia that are living below the poverty line. That's one in six that just... Like I can't, I can't comprehend that. That's incredible. Um, the difference between Indigenous older adolescents, so Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, that experience so much higher rates of psychological distress as well compared to the national statistics. So there were definitely a really few quite shocking stats that came out of this report and they're really important to keep in mind especially for health practitioners teachers educators that work with these populations as a naturopath I was concerned well specifically I mean obviously I'm concerned with nutritional and lifestyle health and there were two stats that came out of this report that shocked me specifically the first one was around physical activity and movement activity in adolescence, specifically that 50% of young people aged 15 to 24, which is probably a lot of you who are listening to this or a lot of the students that you know in your life have fit into that age group, um, that report sedentary lives or low levels of physical activity. This is super interesting, especially after my recent episode on movement as a person who is studying If you haven't listened, go back, have a think about the ways that you can start to slowly and in a way that works for you, introduce some more physical activity into your day. It's so important for that overall health of a person. The other statistic and the inspiration for today's episode is that only 5% of Aussie kids aged 2 to 17 are eating the daily recommended intake of vegetables. 
And I think it's safe to say that if you've been brought up with a diet that's low in veggies or if you've avoided them for most of your childhood, then we're probably taking those habits into adulthood as well. Guys, I I cannot express this enough. You can have all the expensive supplements in the world. You can see incredible specialists and try experimental new ways of improving your health with the new latest fad or specific product or organic XYZ, whatever. But if you're literally not eating enough veggies, it's not going to get you anywhere. There's a lot of chat about that this week, actually. There was an interview with Gwyneth Paltrow that was doing the rounds on TikTok um, that came out in the last week or so. And she's got all of these principles and only eats at certain times of the day and has expensive therapies and supplements and stuff. And that's fine for her, I guess. But I think that there's some real damaging stuff that comes out of that when we are sort of influenced that maybe that's what we need to do to be as healthy as X person. You don't need to do all of those things. You need to eat your veggies. And I am guaranteeing that I'm talking to a lot of you out of there because apparently there's only 5% that are eating enough veggies in the first place. So by changing just this one factor, we can have such a massive impact on our overall health. So what is the daily recommended intake? It's five serves of veg, five a day. And a serve is around about half a cup of veggies. So that equals up to about two and a half cups of veggies per person per day. It can seem like a lot, especially if you're not hitting that target currently um, or if you're trying to squeeze it all in at one meal of the day because you've forgotten or, you know, we eat different things throughout the day and it's not part of your routine. So if you're trying to squeeze it all into one meal, two and a half cups seems like ridiculous. But today I want to talk about the benefits of eating all of the colors of that veggie rainbow as well as some healthy ways to include them into the foods that you might already eat, the meals that you have, snacks that you're already eating, or how to make some small changes to include some of those. So let's dive into that veggie rainbow. So first up, you need veggies for a couple of reasons. They are an incredible source of carbohydrates, one of our main macronutrients that I've talked heaps about over the last couple of episodes. Specifically, they're also a really great source of fiber. Fiber is what helps to keep our bowels regular, helps us have healthy and consistent poo. It feeds the beautiful beneficial bacteria that lives in our gut and keeps those healthy. And those bacteria then help to digest food, create little micronutrients that then serve the rest of our body as well. Fiber is also super important for detoxification, the absorption of excess hormones in the body, helping to eliminate excess cholesterol and bile in the gut. And then it helps to remove that via our poo. So fiber, super, super important. Veggies also break down into micronutrients like vitamins and minerals. So beautiful little phytonutrients that help to act as little cofactors in our body, supporting functions like energy production and creating different hormones and brain health and memory function, good sleep and so on. So we need veggies to be able to access all of these tiny little micronutrients that support the other functions in our body. That's probably where we're going to be focusing most of the content today on those tiny little phytonutrients, where we can find them from. Now, full disclosure, I'm also going to be talking about fruit. Definitely, I think if you're probably not getting your five serves of veg, you're probably not getting your two serves of fruit every day. That might be a broad assumption. They might be a little bit easier to get in. But when I'm talking about these gorgeous big colors of the veggie rainbow, I'm talking about anything that's got those beautiful colors in them. So we're going to touch on all those options, not being super strict on just including the veggies. So 
that's just a little FYI why I go through this. But we're going to touch on the big five colors of the veggie rainbow. We're going to talk about red veggies, blue and purple veg, orange and yellow veg, green, and then also our brown and white veggies as well. So let's go. Red veggies are full of a nutrient that causes that beautiful pink and red color in a lot of those veggies called lycopene. Lycopene is highly antioxidant. It helps to combat the impact that stress has in the body. When we have stressful events happen in the body or toxins enter the body, they can cause free radicals and oxidants that can cause damage to our tissues. So we've got oxidants that are the bad guys and then an antioxidant that helps to balance that out and they're the good guys and lycopene counts as one of these good guys. Lycopene has been shown to be incredible, incredibly beneficial for our heart health and our cardiovascular system. So that's our blood quality, tiny little capillaries, veins and so on. Some examples of red veggies include tomatoes, capsicum, radishes, rhubarb, fruits like red grapes, raspberries, watermelon, strawberries, all of those gorgeous, vibrant red colors. Some ways that I suggest including some red veg into your meals. And I mean, half of those options that I just listed, fantastic raw. They act as a great snack. So red apples, berries, what a great way to include those into your diet just on their own. Tomatoes, they're not my favorite veg, but definitely cooked tomatoes I can handle. But slices of raw veg, great in a salad, on sandwiches, on your crackers, um, on rice crackers, rice cakes, those sort of things. And in a super easy way to increase that lycopene and antioxidant content of your foods. So definitely take a look around your fridge, take a look around at some recipe inspiration and see if you can include some more red veg into your day. And don't just focus on one meal. We might be getting enough in at dinner time, for example, but have a little think about ways we can add an extra veggie to that lunch content or that brekkie or maybe in some of your snacks too. The next veggie color I want to cover off is blue and purple. These contain another incredibly powerful antioxidant. You're going to pick up on a theme here. Antioxidants are big in veggies, known as anthocyanins, literally the cause of that delicious deep purple color in these veggies. I love it. An antioxidant that is linked to strong protective qualities, so looking after the health of individual cells, and has even been shown to reduce the risk of some specific cancers, uh, is really good for heart disease, sorry, avoiding heart disease development as well. We know that blueberries come under this blue and purple category, and a lot of research has gone into understanding the power behind blueberries and their impact on brain health, improving blood flow to the brain, improving memory and general cognition. So we've got lots going in here as well. As well as blueberries, we've also got uh, veggies like beetroot, another very powerful blood-supporting veg, actually. Lots of good research behind that one and its nitrogen impact on our blood flow. Red cabbage, purple leafy veggies, uh, eggplant, blackberries, purple grapes, plums. There are all some great fruits in there as well. So an example of ways to include these blue and purple colors into your diet, red cabbage is one that I've been using a lot recently in my stir fries, slicing that up nice and thin. That's really, really yummy. Berries are a beautiful inclusion in your smoothies. We've talked a lot about smoothies as an option for uh, snacking and for breakfast as well. Uh, so berries are a really great one to get in. Very easy to find year round. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a frozen berry. So definitely go for that. Um, and no good salad roll is complete without beetroot. So canned or raw grated beetroot, delightful and a really good winter veg. You should be able to find it quite, uh, quite a lot soon too.
Okay, next color of the rainbow, orange and yellow. This one's a bit of an easier one to remember. A big orange veggie is carrot. The phytonutrient that we're talking about is carotenoids. Carrot carotenoids also responsible for that very vibrant orangey yellow color in these veggies. Beta carotene is a really important carotenoid. Um, it's converted to vitamin A in the body, and it's super incredibly important for our, the health of our eyes, our skin, our mucous membrane. So really important for looking after that inflammatory response there as well. Um, there's also another carotenoid known as lutein, also important for eye health as well. So beautiful beautiful color that comes out of these beautiful orange and red uh, red sorry orange and yellow veggies orange veggies include things like carrots cantaloupe lemon sweet potato pumpkins pineapples mangoes oranges squash uh peaches nectarines actually a whole lot of stone fruit can go into this category too uh grapefruit my recommendations for including orange and yellow veg uh, veggie sticks are probably the best recommendation for this color group. Uh, so carrot sticks, yellow capsicum sticks, raw pieces of fruit. I mean, these could not be better additions to your lunchbox. They've got so much flavor in them and they're so good to have with a dip that you like or enjoy as well. Or combine with uh, long side nuts, just like we talked about in that snack episode last week um, and making sure that we've got a really beautiful balanced lunchbox that also boosts that veggie content for the day roast veggies i recommend quite a lot roasting up a nice big tray of these gorgeous yellow and orange veggies are a great way to add veggies into a lot of your meals so it's definitely something that you can use to sort of bulk out the leftovers from dinner or something like that um, using pumpkin in your mashed potato uh, at dinner time that's a great way to get a little bit more color into dinner as well all super easy ways just start with one little change at a time start with one veg that you like at a time that applies for all of these different colors you don't need to go and try all of these veggies that you know that you hate or that is not a regular in your house that's totally fine just start with one aspect Okay, so the next color group that I want to talk about is our green veggies. There are almost too many phytochemicals to name in this color group and about how beneficial they are in the body. Some of their phytonutrients and things like carotenoids are in these ones as well. We've also got saponins and indoles, all super important anti-inflammatory and antioxidant sort of uh, supportive components. The ones that I love and I am regularly recommending in this food group contain glucosinolates and these are found in uh, high amounts in cruciferous veggies that was a whole lot of scientific words so let's break it down cruciferous veggies are ones like broccoli cabbage brussels sprouts collie chard uh, kale spinach bok choy so on beautiful beautiful green veg glucosinolates are found in high amounts in these cruciferous veggies and they are incredibly important for our liver health and enhancing detoxification they have sulfur and nitrogen in them key components of some of our key detoxification pathways in the liver and they give their veggie their distinct smell you know that smell that those veggies have they're just a little bit a little bit stinky um, but these comp compounds are really important for digestion looking after hormone levels uh, and liver and bile health as well so that's just some example of some green veg some others are things like avocados asparagus we've got peas and beans green apples kiwi another one really great for your bowels i'm going to cover that off in a poo episode <laughs> which i promise is coming too maybe next term um, lettuce or any and all kinds of leafy greens uh, cucumber celery spring onions heaps in this category lots and lots of different green colored veggies um 
recommendations for green veg so they can serve as a really great base for a lot of different meals so adding leafy greens into pasta sauces stir fries curries they can boost their green content and make them much more rainbow colored herbs my absolute favorite so fresh herbs for example come under this green category as well so this is a great place to start experimenting with like a herb garden or herb flavors that you really enjoy uh, to boost the micronutrient content of your meals as well avocados spinach usually go into this um, go quite well sorry into a smoothie and that depends on the flavors that you're including but green veg it's just about chucking some extra leaves into the meals that you're already having so make sure that you've got greenery on your wrap or your salad or your sandwich at lunchtime uh, adding some greens into your omelet in the morning or into your spinach amazing and then having some green colored veggies alongside that dinner as well so that's a good little uh, suggestions for some green veg Okay, so our last veggie that I want to recommend or the last color group that I want to recommend is our brown and white. I mean, it's not specifically a rainbow color, but let's roll with it. Brown and white veggies like garlic and onion, for example, have a beautiful phytochemical in them called allicin. Allicin has a really strong antiviral, antibacterial action, so good for our immune system. Also very high in sulfur, again, giving it that little smell beneficial for that detoxification and liver health again there are other members of the brown and white veggie family that i like like bananas and potatoes that have really high content of vitamins and nutrients like potassium for example which is valuable for our nervous system and our muscle function too other veggies and fruits in this color include brown pears cauliflower dates uh parsnips turnip I mean, these are all beautiful, good winter veggies as well. My recommendation for this one, oh, mushies. That's the other one that I forgot to mention. Mushies, huge in this area, also really important for immune function. I recommend adding mushies into a lot of your eggy foods. So if you're having fried eggs or if you're having uh, an omelet in the morning for breakfast, mushies are a really quick one to chuck in there and fry up alongside your eggs. Delicious, so, so good. Um, bananas in your smoothie if you like them, also a great snack on their own. And roast potato, roast cauliflower, turnip, uh, parsnip, they're all really great ones to add into the, that tray of roast veggies too to bulk out a couple of those extra meals. So we've covered off the five colors. We've got red, we've got orange and yellow, blue and purple, our green veggies and our brown and white veggies too. So a few points around just including vegetables overall into your day. Number one, I just want to say that frozen veg are great. As someone who lives out of home and in a home with just me and my partner, I can safely say that fresh veg, veg sometimes is just a complete waste of time. I love my veggies, but they don't necessarily always get eaten quickly enough. I end up wasting some of it or finding old bits of veg in the bottom of the um, drawer in the fridge, and I just feel so annoyed that I've wa wasted it. Um, since having a compost, that's been a little bit better, but there's nothing wrong with having frozen peas, beans, corn, if that's the way to boost that veggie content for you and you will find those things in my freezer as well it doesn't have to be purely organic it doesn't have to be just from the local farm i mean those things are great if you can afford it and that's how you can find it and that's where you're prioritizing but if we're just talking about increasing your veggie content and it's something that you just want to start focusing on you can definitely start with easy ways like frozen veg 
The second thing is that canned veg or tinned tomatoes, for example, are great. Talk about convenient. This doesn't have to always be raw, fresh, perfectly perfectly put together veggies. You can also just have tinned and roll with it from there as well. Base veggies are really important. So having onion and garlic as a base in different meals, even if recipes don't call for it, they're a great way to boost that veggie content a little bit and get a couple extra servings of veg in. Uh, Just try a new veggie. That would probably be my other thing that I would say is just try something different. Give it a go. Add a new one to your shopping list or when you're walking around the shops next time or the market, look out for a veggie that you haven't tried before or have it don't regularly include. Bring it home, add it into one of your regular meals of the week. You don't need to create a whole new recipe around it. Just shove it into a recipe that you like and see how it goes. See if it's something that you can imagine including in the long term. So just start with those small little steps. The main aim is to eat the rainbow. Eat the veggie rainbow. The habit that you build now can add to the quality of your health in the long run. This is going to help you thrive, not just throughout your studies, but importantly for the rest of your days. So I can't wait to hear about the new different colored veggies that you're including in your diet. Head over to my Instagram, earthlyhealth.naturopathy, and tell me about the new veg that you've decided to start including. I can't wait to hear from you. listening to the thriving student podcast you can find me on instagram and facebook at earthly health naturopathy or email me with feedback or any questions at hello at earthlyhealth.com.au i would absolutely love to hear from you you can also rate and follow the podcast which would just be amazing all right good luck with your sack or assignment this week keep well and we'll talk soon bye This podcast was recorded on the land of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.